You're listening to Podcast Rescue. I'm your host, Cliff Duvinois, and this is episode nine. Hey there, are you struggling with your podcast? Well, then let's change that. Here, we're gonna share the strategies, tips, and tricks that you need to make your podcast a thriving part of your business. Welcome to Podcast Rescue. Hello, my fellow entrepreneurs. So in the last episode, episode eight, I asked a question, which is, are you coachable? If you haven't listened to that episode first, I highly recommend that you do so. As I explained in that particular episode there, some of my best growth has come from listening to my coaches and implementing their strategies. It is a great way to fast track your results. Today, I want to share with you uh, when you should not listen to your, your coach. And I know that sounds a little bit contradictory, but it's absolutely true uh, because there's, you know, there's always an exception to the rule. So let's rewind the hands of time about six weeks ago. Now, what I usually do is I spend time on the weekend brainstorming ideas, right? What can I do to get in front of you know people, to get my message out in front of people? And no idea is too ridiculous. I just write everything down. It's a pure brainstorming session. And one of the things that I realized was that I belong to this online group. And inside of that group, a lot of potential uh, ideal customers are in this group. They're people, they're entrepreneurs who are launching a podcast who might be struggling. And so one of the things I remembered was that they allowed you to put on an event. Any member could put on an event as long as anybody in the group could attend. Their only requirement was that you can't solicit. So I wrote that down as an idea. Like, what if I could do an event, right? What would the event be? So I kind of noodled around, let that kind of float around in my head a little bit. And sure enough, I came up with this idea, right? Well, why don't I do like a, you know, a podcast rescue, right? So I, I will ask people to submit their podcast, you know, put it in there. Hey, here's this event, submit your podcast down below. And if you, you know, got a, a particular question, ask it in there. and then. You know, that way I can just, you know, start helping people. And I was like, this is a really great idea. I sat down, wrote out a name for the course, wrote out a description for the course. I set a time. Uh, I, I scheduled a Zoom call for it and everything. And I posted it out there. Now, how it goes is, you know, I have to send it to this committee. They read it over and make sure everything is okay. And then they will approve your event. And so I submitted it to them and they said, yeah, we'll let you know, you know, like by next Wednesday is usually when we post new events. And I said, okay, cool. And I was like, man, this would be great. You know, I'll get, get in front of all these people. It would be absolutely awesome. Well, a couple of days later, I was on my group coaching call with my business coach. And so I told her about this idea. I was like, yeah, I went ahead and I did this, da, 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 da. She panned it. She did not like that idea at all. Basically, her entire argument rested on the fact that nobody is going to submit their podcast for review because they don't want to be told all the things they had done wrong with their podcast. And she's going on, and as she's telling me this, of course, I'm starting to feel bad because the last thing I want to do is hurt people's feelings, right? I'm not in the hurt people's feelings business. All right. I am here to help them. I'm, I am here to, to be able to show them that there's, you know, there's opportunities that they're missing with their podcast. And so that's really all I want to do. Well, after our group coaching call, 
I reached out to this committee that approves events and I said, hey, look, uh, I'm not going to do this event after all, so don't post it. And then over the rest of the day, I was actually feeling really bad, right? And actually, I was feeling a little bit lost too, because in my heart of hearts, I felt this was the right thing to do because I really can help people. If I give enough value, they might even want to work with me as, you know, a coach. So anyways, you know, I finished up that day. You know, I took the rest of the day off because I was just feeling really bad. And over the next day, I was still feeling really bad about it, right? That whole situation. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I just need to take a break. Maybe I'm just too close to this. You know, I just didn't, you know, didn't really want to hurt people. So I was focusing on getting some stuff done around the yard and everything else. Well, while I was doing this, and I'm not sure why, but I decided to reach out to a few friends on this particular issue. And I explained to them what happened. And I told them, I said, ultimately, my uh, decision to pull the course, you know, was there. And truth be told, I really didn't expect to hear anything back from my friends. But sometimes I forget my friends are my friends for a reason. And one friend called me and his whole argument to me was that, Cliff, you got to remember something. You're the owner of your business, right? You are the one that gets to make the call. Because you're the guy that has to, you know, pay the bills. You're the guy that has to generate revenue for your business. You're the guy that has to go out and find clients. So just because somebody shared something with you, remember, that's just their opinion. Really, at the end of the day, you need to weigh all the factors and then make a decision that you think is in the best interest of your business. So I went back to the conversation that I had and my business coach was on the line and I started thinking about some of the revelations that I was starting to have from this. First off, let's not lose the plot. As I said before, I really do want to help people. I don't want to hurt them. So my intentions in approaching this entire online class were, were absolutely pure. I did want to help people. Second, this was something that I learned dealing with a counselor from last year. And that is on communication. You see, it was something that's been happening with my relationships, but I tend to avoid confrontation as much as possible. So this could mean that I could be absolutely suffering on the inside, but I don't say anything to the other person because I'm afraid it might start a fight or I might hurt the other person's feelings. So I say nothing. But one of the things that the counselor said to me, and she's absolutely true, is that I can't control how other people are going to react to what I say. So by not saying anything, I'm not giving the other person a chance to respond. They could respond in kind, or they may get angry. But if they choose to get angry or upset with me, that's not on me. That's on them, right? If I'm feeling like, you know, my feelings were hurt or somebody did something against me and I say, hey, when you did this, it hurt my feelings. If they choose to get angry or upset, that's on them, right? I need to be able to speak my piece. And if for some reason or another, they're getting angry because they hurt me, then like I said, it's more a reflection of them. And then that makes me wonder in the bigger context if I really want them in my life. But I'll just never forget that we always choose how we respond to any situation. That was a very powerful lesson for me back then. And it's something I have to remind myself of every single day. So for this idea of having people participate in this session, well, the thing is, 
my whole goal is to help these entrepreneurs, right? And help them with their podcasts. So if I can give them some kind of a piece of advice and if they choose to get angry with me or if they feel bad, then that's on them because I'm trying to help, right? I'm coming from a place of contribution. I'm not doing it to be deliberately mean to them or to put them down. I actually applaud their success, right? When it comes to their podcast, even if they're having a problem now, I applaud their success. Because the whole reason why they're facing a problem right now is because they've already overcome so many hurdles in their podcasting journey. They just need a little bit more help. So all of a sudden I started thinking to myself, man, should I really suspend this great event, this great opportunity to help people because I'm afraid what someone might think or what they might say? And the next thing that really occurred to me is that I want people who are not afraid to raise their hand and say, hey, I need help. I can't help someone who isn't wanting to be helped, right? It's just that easy. So the analogy that I heard in one of my marketing classes was this. So let's say there's a bunch of people, they're in the ocean, they're treading water, you know, their boat sank, whatever it is, there's like 50 people out there. You're on a boat and you're approaching them. And obviously, in your heart of hearts, you want to rescue as many people as you possibly can. So who are you going to focus on? Are you going to focus on those who want to be saved? Or are you going to focus on those who don't want to be saved? Right? And I know for me, I would definitely want to focus on the ones who want to be saved first. Right? The people who are reaching out saying, help me, help me. Because those people I know want my help. They recognize that I can help them. They're not afraid to raise their hand. But then all of a sudden, as I'm thinking about this, the next thing hit me, and this directly goes back to my why, right? When we start a business, if you've spent any time out there, they're always sitting there telling you to figure out your why, figure out your why, figure out your why. Why did I even get in this business in the first place? Well, I read this email in uh, this email blast I get from Pod News, and they're talking about how there's 5.2 million podcasts that are out there, but 80% of them right now are in Pod Fade. They say this because they haven't produced any new episodes in months. The average number of episodes that a podcast has is eight. So that means that for every 10 podcasts that start, eight of them will give up on or before eight episodes. So this means eight entrepreneurs started a podcast and walked away from it. They bought a dream or they didn't understand how podcasting worked. They didn't have the time, whatever it is. This hurts me because these people are struggling. They started something awesome. They didn't know how to connect the dots to the bigger picture. Production is just too much for them, whatever it is. And they decided to walk away. And that really bothers me. They've done so much just to scrap this and throw it off to the side and say, you know what? It's not working for me because I know I can help them. I know that I can help them work through their podcast issues to show them and say, hey, you know what? Podcasting can be an effective marketing tool. Here is how you can use it for your business. But the thing is, is these people won't even know that I exist unless I get in front of them. And isn't that what marketing is? People are out there and they're hurting. They have a pain point. You have the solution to their pain point, but they don't know you exist until you get in front of them and say, hey, I can help you. So the more people I can get in front of, the more people I can help, the better I can sleep at night. It's just that easy. So that's when I made the decision. I said, you know what? I am going to go against my coach's advice. I contacted the committee and I said, go ahead and schedule the event. And man, I am glad that I did. So six people submitted their podcast for review, which was awesome. 
27 people showed up for the event, which was even more cool. And so here's 27 people that probably didn't even know that I even existed. They decided to spend an hour with me because most of them were there the whole time. I was in charge of the Zoom session and I rarely saw that number drop below 27. So out of those 27, eight elected to download my 10-point podcast success checklist. That, to me, made me feel really good that I provided so much value that these people wanted even more. Now, one person in attendance is actually talking to me about potentially a long-term contract. That is a success. If I ever, I mean, the whole thing is just a success. I was able to help all these people be able to give them uh, solutions for their problems, be able to help them. Now getting a paying client from it, yeah. So what I did is I went back and I decided to put on two more events. One of them is going to be SEO for podcasters. And the next is what I'm calling CTA Palooza, which is to bring your podcast, your call to action, and your landing page. All of this is really great stuff. And I am super excited. Now, one point I do want to make clear, as I said before, I'm a huge believer in do what your coach says, right? It fast tracks results quickly. And in this case, I didn't. But keep in mind that it was because I was still moving forward. I wasn't not doing what she recommended to do. So that way I would do nothing. I wanted to move forward. She recommended that I didn't. And I decided to move forward anyways. Because in my heart of hearts, I know that if I'm going to make a mistake, I want to make a mistake moving forward. I don't want to make the mistake of standing still. And this very well could have blown up in my face. I mean, I could have got in there and did this and scheduled this event, you know, and people say, oh, you know, well, what if it didn't work? What if it didn't, you know, and it's a very real possibility. But you know what? If nobody submitted their podcast, I would have just canceled the event. If nobody showed up, no, okay. I mean, really, at the end of the day, what did I lose? Just a few minutes on a Zoom call with nobody showing up? So, you know, here's my big takeaway from this. You know, no matter where you are in life, where you are in your entrepreneurial journey, make sure that you stay true to your why. Your why is actually the light that guides you on your entrepreneurial path that you are on. Don't deviate from that at all. That's all the time I have for today, my friends. I hope you're doing well, and I'll catch you in the next episode.